translation. But if one only chants with some slight faith the holy names of Lord Chaitanya and Nichananda, very quickly he is cleansed of all offenses. Thus, as soon as he chants the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, he feels the ecstasy of love for God. Purport. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur remarks in this connection that if one takes shelter of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nichananda, follows their instructions to become more tolerant than the tree and humbler than the grass, and in this way chants the holy name of the Lord, very soon he achieves the platform of transcendental loving service to the Lord, and tears appear in his eyes. There are offenses to be considered in chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, but there are no such considerations in chanting the names of Gaur Nichananda. Therefore, if one chants the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, but his life is still full of sinful activities, it will be very difficult for him to achieve the platform of loving service to the Lord. But if, in spite of being an offender, one chants the holy name of Gaur Nichananda, he is very quickly freed from the interactions of his offenses. Therefore, one should first approach Lord Chaitanya Nichananda or worship Guru Garanga and then come to the stage of worshipping Radha Krishna. In our Krishna conscious movement, <coughs> our students are first advised to worship Guru Garanga and then, when they are somewhat advanced, the Radha Krishna deity is installed and they are engaged in the worship of the Lord. <coughs> one should first take shelter of Gaur Nichananda in order to reach, ultimately, Radha Krishna. Srila Stakur sings in this connection, Gorange bolite habe pula kasharira, Hari hari bolite naina bhavanira, Or kabanita chandir karuna habe, Sansara, Vachana mora kabatucha habe, Visaya chariya, kabishuda habamane, Kabe hama hirabe, Shivindavan. In the beginning, one should very regularly chant Shri Gorasunda's holy name and then chant the holy name of Lord Nichananda. Thus one's heart will be cleansed of impure desires for material enjoyment. Then one can approach Vrindavan Dham to worship Lord Krishna. Unless one is favored by Lord Chaitanya Nichananda, there's no need to go to Vrindavan, for unless one's mind is purified, he cannot see Vrindavan even if he goes there. Actually, going to Vrindavan involves taking shelter of the six Goswamis by reading Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Vidakta Malava, Lita Malava, and the other books that they may have given. In this way, one can understand the transcendental loving affairs between Radha and Krishna. Kabehabe, Kabehama Bujaba, Se Yugala Piriti. The conjugal love between Radha and Krishna is not an ordinary human affair. It is fully, it is a fully Transcendental. It is fully. Tra in order to understand Radha and Krishna, uh, worship them and engage in their loving service, one must be guided by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nichananda Prabhu, and the six Goswamis, Lord Chaitanya's direct disciples. For an ordinary man, worship of Sri Chaitanya and Nichananda Prabhu or the Panchatattva is easier than worship of Radha and Krishna. Unless one is very fortunate, he should not be induced to worship Radha Krishna directly. A neophyte student who is not sufficiently educated or enlightened should not indulge in the worship of Sri Radha and Krishna or the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. Even if he does so, he cannot get the desired result. One should therefore chant the names of Nita Igor and worship them with false prestige. 
without false prestige. Sorry, <laughs> so that didn't sound right. <laughs> uh, since everyone within the, this material world is more or less influenced by sinful activities, in the beginning it is essential that one take to the worship of Guru Garanga and ask their favor. For thus, despite all his disqualifications, one will very soon become qualified to worship the Radha Krishna Vigraha. It should be noted in this connection that the holy names of Lord Krishna and Gorasunda are both identical with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, one should not consider one name to be more potent than the other. Considering the position of the people in this age, however, the chanting of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name is more essential than the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the most magnanimous incarnation and his mercy is very easily achieved, therefore one must take shelter of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by chanting Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunichananda Sri Advaita Gadadar Sri Vasudhi Gaurabhaktavinda. By serving Gaurnichananda one is freed from the entanglements of material existence and thus becomes qualified to worship the Radha Krishna deity. Omagyanati Marandasya Gyanandana Salakaya Shakshuran Militamyana Tasmai Sri Guru Venama Shri Chaitana Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dharati Swapanantikam Vandeham Siguro Siyutapadakamalam Sigurun Vaisnavam Sirupam Sagrajatam Saganaraganatam Vitamtam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sirada Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sivisakam Vitamstha he Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesa Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchani Gorangi Radhe Vindavane Sare Visabhana Sutta Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpa Trubhita Kripa Sindhubhivacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaisnavebhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Garada Sri Vasani Gaurabhaktavinna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare And so it happened that some devotees decided that they should start chanting rounds of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Sri Advaita Gadadar Sri Vasadi Gaurabhaktavinda Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Sri Advaita Gadadar Sri Vasadi Gaurabhaktavinda and around and around the beats. Because doesn't it say in this purport that actually we should not Chant Hare Krishna, we should chant uh, the uh, the Panchatattva mantra. Uh. For an ordinary man, worship of Sri Chaitanya Nichananda Prabhu or the Panchatattva is easier than worship of Radha and Krishna. Unless one is very fortunate, he should not be induced 
to worship Radha Krishna directly. A neophyte devotee, a neophyte student who is not sufficiently educated or enlightened should not indulge in the worship of Sri Radha and Krishna or the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. There you go. So, are you all thinking you're advanced or something? Huh? Is, is that what's going on? Huh? Also for the internet, chanting Hare Krishna. Huh? How dare you? Huh? Should chant Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Yes, Prabhu Nichananda, Sri Advaita Gadada, Sri Vasadi Gora Bhaktivinda. I hope the internet doesn't cut off here. Uh, <laughs> and that I've created confusion around the world. But we are chanting Hare Krishna because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted Hare Krishna. Um, uh, it is mentioned that by Srila Prabodhananda Saraswati that uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would have a string around his waist with knots and that he would chant on that. He would chant on that string. So, uh, instead of beads. So, there are so many possibilities um, for chanting. But he was chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Srila Rupa Goswami confirms that in the Lagu Bhagavatamrita. Uh, he states that we should chant Hare Krishnaiti. He said Hare Krishna, etc. Um, uh, meaning the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Uh, sometimes in the Chaitanya Charitamrita we find many verses and it is and they were chanting Hari 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 uh, we never chant Hari Hari not so often generally we chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra so where am I going with this uh, explanation is that this proves that when you just start reading the text alone without the guidance of a spiritual master, there is a good chance that we become confused. Therefore, ultimately we must hear. We must hear from the Vaishnavas. Sometimes this question was asked to Srila Prabhupada. Um, is it enough if we just are reading your books at home? Or should we also hear them from the various uh, speakers in, in the classes? Uh, and Srila Prabhupada pointed out, yes, this is very important to hear from the speakers. Uh, because if we read ourselves, we may have a particular understanding of what we read according to our own limited conception. And it may not be completely right. It may not be completely Profound, and we just read and we just multiply our own misconceptions every time we read. And then we hear a class, and then we hear a particular explanation uh, of something we read a thousand times, and suddenly we think, wow, I never thought of it like that. Gosh, yeah. And in this way, uh, hearing from various speakers will deepen our understanding and, and refine our understanding. And this is how gradually Krishna consciousness will begin to dawn upon us. Um, in the, in the Briyad Bhagavatam Rita, there is an interesting description how Gopakumar meets his spiritual master. 
And the spiritual master is sort of, he doesn't see him very often. And when he sees him, sometimes uh, the spiritual master is not really finishing his instruction. Sometimes due to ecstasy or whatever, he, he gives him half an instruction or he just moves on and then Gopu Kumar doesn't quite get it. You know, I mean, what did he mean? But anyway, he tries as good as possible to execute that instruction. And then, yeah, somehow or other, it is revealed from within. In the Bhagavad Gita, in the purport to one of the Chattu Sloki, the same point is made. Te sam evanu kampartam aham agyana jamtamaha nasyami atmabhavisto jnana dibena bhashvataha. And Srila Prabhupada in the purport is saying that um, when we are not actually, Krishna is always enlightening us with transcendental knowledge, but if somehow or other, we are so unfortunate that still we don't understand. Then there is the, the spiritual master and the devotees, the Vaishnavas, who are instructing spiritual masters to enlighten us further. Huh? But if one is so unfortunate that even in spite of receiving such instructions, one is still not acting properly upon the path, then Krishna will make arrangements. Uh, in other words, then you get smashed. Right? So it is sort of something like here or get smashed. <laughs> yeah, roll over in a car or something and suddenly we are very Krishna conscious. Uh, so uh, we learn not only through hearing but also through uh, through a life in the material world, through the interaction of the modes of material nature. And thus, both Krishna and both Guru and are teaching us, uh, both from within and without. And so, therefore, uh, the instruction of the spiritual master is the last word. Uh, this comes up in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, when uh, uh, Ishvara Puri is at the end of his life, he is being served by a faithful devotee named Govinda, who is his disciple, in other words, the god-brother of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then the last instruction of Ishvara Puri is that Govinda should after the departure of his spiritual master, immediately go and join Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and become his personal servant. So Govinda comes and he's very happy and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, no, 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 no way. I can't accept this. I cannot accept service of my god-brother. Oh, no, 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 no question, no question. No, 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 the scriptures are explicit about this. That I cannot do. Uh, but then, he says, but then again, on the other hand, it is the order of my spiritual master. And the order of the spiritual master is so, uh, carries so much weight that it even supersedes the instruction of the scripture. And that point is made there. So that's a very uh, important point, um, giving the importance of the spiritual master.
um, Tamal Krishna Maharaj would uh, remind us that that Prabhupada uh, from time to time made that statement that his purports were more important than the verses of of the scripture. So it sounds a little uh, awkward, you know, to say that, well, actually, you know, my purports are more important than the verses, the words of the Lord. Right. Uh, so, a materialist wouldn't get it, but for a devotee, not difficult to understand, because how could we figure it out without these purports? These purports are bringing it down to us, are explaining it to us, and without, what would we understand? Like, for example, take Srimad Bhagavatam, fourth canto, the descriptions of Puranjan. Huh? Well, uh, try and understand the symbolic meaning of all these verses without the purports. Good luck, you know. Just go through it uh, without the purports and then read it again with the purports and a whole universe opens up in terms of the, the, the symbolism uh, that is there in that canto. So that's a clear example of what I mean to say. Uh, therefore, we must be... Uh, careful and to uh, to try and understand um, how is how are the spiritual masters uh, plural vande gurun my own spiritual master uh, and the previous acharyas how are they understanding this and one must be chaste in this way one must be careful trying to uh, to understand how are the spiritual masters explaining this and understanding this. Um, in this way, um, we are chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, but preceded by this Panchatattva Mantra. Uh, um, sometimes... Uh, devotees chant uh, the Panchatattva mantra between each each maha mantra between each round of maha mantras rather and then you know before chanting a round started with Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada like that huh? uh, <laughs> but uh, Srila Prabhupada didn't do that just, just that we know. So I heard from Jayadvaita Maharaj. Srila Prabhupada didn't do that. Uh, he chanted at, at the beginning, actually. And that is also what is written. Not that it's forbidden, you know, strictly forbidden to chant the Panchatattva Mantra between rounds. Anyone who does so is a great offender. No, not like that. But Prabhupada didn't do. Um, in a way, if our generation, um, uh, what is our claim to fame, our generation of Vaishnavas? Right? I mean, if we look at some of the previous generations, I mean, look at Bhaktivinoda Thakur chanting the same vow as 
uh, Haridas Thakur, 300,000 names. Then he, he gave these beats to his son, uh, Bhimal Prasad, and he told him to do it also. And he also chanted 300,000 names for about 10 years. So, uh, to chant to come to a billion names, right? this vow of the billion names. Uh, inconceivable for us. I don't think it's anywhere near possible. So, some of these previous Vaishnavas in previous generations, uh, they were so extraordinary, so deep. You read about Srinivas or Charya on Ekadasi, and you can read how Srinivas would chant the whole night with a, with uh, a number of followers, and what they did is they tied their sikas with strings to the ceiling. Right? So they all had their, they all sat there chanting with their sikas tied to the ceiling and chanting so, you know, there's no nodding off. Right? It doesn't, and in this way they managed to chant the entire night. What determination. Are we ready for it? Right? <laughs> Tie those sikas. And that's just ten. So we can see if we read about the Vaishnavas in the past, I mean, such amazing things, you know. Nartam das Thakur, his Kirtan in Kateri, um, it was so transcendental. We're about to go off to Birmingham and uh, and chant for the weekend. But will the same thing happen that happened in Kateri when suddenly in the middle of the kirtan, uh, well, it started that all the devotees, they just were carried away by the chanting of Naratam. It was so sweet. Some started crying and some started dancing and suddenly the Panchatattva was there and they were also there, also dancing. And then all the devotees became ecstatic and tears started to flow from their eyes and it's described in the Bhakti Ratnakar that the ground became muddy of the tears. And and then the Panchatattva disappeared, and then even more tears flowed. So, I mean, imagine such things, such such scenes, right? It's, it's definitely another world. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, the Panchatattva dancing in great ecstasy, and how all the Acharyas are like dancing with them and behind them like a transcendental caravan. And you can see Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami in his old age jumping high in ecstasy. Raghunath Das Goswami rolling on the ground. All these things are not difficult to, <coughs> to envision. Uh, and then there's a long caravan and we see Prabhupada dancing and in in London in 1973 in front of the Jagannath chariot in the same way, in the same level of ecstasy like Sri uh, Mahaprabhu and his associates. Uh, no difference. And then there's us, you know, at the back, at the back of the caravan. We sort of, uh, well, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, how many rounds you got left? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 
Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I sort of lost count. <laughs> I lost my counting beat six weeks ago. <laughs> in Vrindavan, in the Brahmachari Ashram, we found out that there was one Brahmachari who didn't have beats in his beat bag. <laughs> Serious. That's like, true story. <laughs> so, that, what a world it is. Anyway, somehow or other, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Chananda Sri Advaita Gadada Sivasati Gaura Bhaktivinda. That mercy of Lord Chaitanya, we really need it. That's for sure. And not just as some sort of magic, uh, magic phrase, you know, supercalifragilistic expialidocious or something like that. No, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Um, appreciating that we are dependent upon the mercy of the Panchatattva, not just mechanically repeating the sound, but actually a prayerful chanting, praying to the Lord and praying for mercy, uh, begging from how can I possibly... Uh, possibly go forward? How can I maintain this for my entire life? Um, people sit down in a fire sacrifice and go before their spiritual master and promise that they're going to follow these regulative principles for their whole life and chant a minimum of 16 rounds every day without fail. Whew. How do they know they can do it? How can anyone promise this for a whole life? I mean, are we sure that we can really do it? Uh, um, no, we cannot promise. We cannot promise that we will do these things a whole life. We don't know what will happen. Uh, just wait. Even the strongest devotee, you know, like with, uh, uh, with high fever in the hospital suddenly is, uh, is in a different position and it becomes hard to chant. Uh, it becomes hard. It becomes difficult. So, ultimately, how can we chant? How can we promise such a thing? We can only promise it on the strength of the mercy of the Lord, on our prayer to Krishna. Somehow or other, Krishna, help me. Help me to fulfill these vows. Oh, Lord Chaitanya, you are so merciful. Please... Please help this fallen soul to somehow or other overcome, uh, overcome the mind and the senses. Otherwise, how can we ever do it? Mind and senses are so strong. Balavan indriyam gramo vitvamsama pikarsati. The senses are so strong that even someone who is very learned in scripture still, still is weak. So what to do? So, that mercy of Lord Chaitanya is is very central to us. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have seen that uh, people have discussed the Swarup of Srila Prabhupada, what it might be, and some have suggested that it might be Sakyaras, right? And even... And, and some publication and made their points about it, whatever. And whatever that may be, um, I'm not going to 
enter into debate into the debate in in this uh, lecture. Um, but sometimes, as part of the evidence, it is uh, stated that she, because Srila Prabhupada placed Krishna and Balaram as the principal deities in on the altar in Vrindavan. Uh, but if we study the Chaitanya Charitamrita in our reading about Krishna and Balaram being installed in Vrindavan in the purports, Srila Prabhupada is writing that that, that he particularly has installed Krishna and Balaram because they are non-different from Gornitai. Because they're non-different from Gornitai. And yes, and in this purport he says the same thing. Uh, he basically repeats, Naratam Dastakur, Nitai Pade Binebhai Radha Krishna Paitanai. Without the lotus feet of Lord Nichananda, one cannot attain Radha and Krishna. So we go through Krishna and Balaram, through uh, Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nichananda, and then Vrindavan may be revealed to us. Uh, otherwise, uh, otherwise, what is the point? Um, what is the point? See, what happens is, we will enter into the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, and we'll find them very inspiring. Absolutely. There are very beautiful descriptions of, of wonderful stories. Uh, mm, Krishna drawing dolphins on the breasts of the gopis. Wow. Dolphins. And it is kind of intriguing to the mind. But at the same time, when a liberated soul, when one who has love for Krishna hears such narrations, then it is sufficient, sufficient to satisfy the heart. But if one approaches such pastimes exclusively, not sometimes, but all the time as a sadhana, uh, and one doesn't have that love of God, then such uh, descriptions may be very uh, intriguing and nice and exciting and yes, we want to hear more, satisfying curiosity, but it will not be enough to capture the heart exclusively and other desires will remain. And then, uh, again, one will desire his own pastimes in this world with the opposite sex. In other words, it's not adequate. So first, uh, serving Lord Chaitanya. It is explained that in the relationship with Krishna, there are five rasas, uh, Madhurya, Vatsarya, Sakya, Dasya, and Santa, or conjugal, parental, friendship, servitorship, neutrality, all these five rasas are there. But that in the relationship with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is only one, uh, the relationship of Dasya. Because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is acting as the spiritual master. So in relation to the spiritual master, there is only Dasya, only servitorship, nothing else. So in the same way, in the relationship with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is Dasya, only servitorship. <coughs> 
So, and by serving Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by taking up that mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to, uh, to spread mercy, to somehow or other engage everyone and, and everyone, anyone and everyone in devotional service, uh, in that way, one becomes absorbed. Um, sometimes it is said that Vrindavan Das Thakur is none other than the Vedavyas of the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then it is said in the future, and this is in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is said towards the end, it is said that in the future, uh, Vedavyas will again appear and reveal so much more about the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, how is that? Yes, there is a lot more, uh, a lot more uh, going on in the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And one thing should be understood is that the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are not finished at all. They're going on right now. We are not just studying the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We are in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Right now. This is the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Right here. In the Bhaktivedanta manner. Uh, somehow or other. Donated by George Harrison. All that is, is in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, well, um, Kadam Swami. Um, very nice, you know, but, um, on what basis are you making such a statement? It sounds good, and definitely sounds good, but isn't this a typical example of speculation? And isn't speculation in Sanskrit referred to as manodharm or forbidden, forbidden religious activities, forbidden? So did you step did you just step over the line, Swami? And could you please produce the evidence for this statement? Or should you duly be hung on the highest of the highest tree? <clears throat> to save my neck, I gotta come up with something quickly. So, uh, one thing that comes to mind is a Bhagavatam lecture that Srila Prabhupada gave. And at the end of the lecture, Someone asks the question and says, Is Joan of Arc also in the Bhagavatam? Uh, and Prabhupada says, eh? <laughs> eh? Joan of Arc? Right? Uh, from France, you know, Joan of Arc in the Bhagavatam? And then he says, yes, yes, she's also in the Bhagavatam. Yes, she is. He says, because the life of the devotee uh, is also Bhagavatam. The life of the Bhagavat is also Bhagavatam. Uh, so in that way, the, the devotees. And yes, the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We are not uh, the stars in the, in, uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, we are examples of the verse, Mukam Kroti Vachalam Pangam Langayate Grim, you know, the, the lame who, uh, who somehow or other start to climb mountains and dance, the blind, you know, who can't see anything, you know, 
দেখিয়ে দেখে অভক্তির গান উলুকে দেখে সূর্যের কিরণ ইভেন ওয়াইল সিং ইভেন ওয়াইল সিং the non-devotee cannot see is totally blind right just like an owl cannot see the rays of the sun uh, so that's our position we cannot see krishna krishna uh, we forget him all the time and don't see him oh krishna why you left me alone come on the day you came to the material world krishna came with you in the heart as paramatma he never left us alone not for a moment always with us and uh, krishna is seated in the heart uh, saroruham on the lotus in the heart uh, at the concluding words of the chaitanya charitamrita i like the, those concluding words you can read the the last the last book of antya lila and then you get the concluding words and there shila prabhupad describes that he says that krishna krishna personally mm, is actually seated within the heart of his devotee and he's not alone he's not alone he said no krishna is there in in the in all his various forms and expansions so it's getting pretty crowded there uh, you can imagine all the deities are packed together in the heart as used and he said that's not all that's not all he is even present there in the form of the spiritual master and he says in that way my spiritual master uh, is always present is always with me isn't that nice I mean it's like powerful it's just a, a final statement you know at the end uh, just some so we are never alone lord chaitanya is with us every moment and then i'll end with the with the ajamil story and a puranic perspective on it um how ajamil Ajamil was the best student the best student in his uh, in in the in the gurukul in the ashram he was the exemplary brahmachari learned just just really such a nice example uh, and then uh, so his teachers they thought this is such an amazing personality uh, let's have a look at his astrolog astrological chart so they were qualified brahmanas they calculated and they saw how they saw that he had many good planets but then they saw that he was just going in a dark rahu phase and that suddenly everything would turn around so they immediately made arrangements for his marriage and they married him to the to a beautiful young brahmani is that okay he, in this way he will be sheltered but then ajamio uh, one day he saw uh, he saw that sudra embracing the, the girl the prostitute and he fell down well you know i mean 
and from a modern perspective, big deal, boy embracing girl, if you're gonna fall down over that, you know, it's like, you haven't got much of a chance in London, you know, you're not gonna survive very long. The things you have to see sometimes, uh, go a bit further than that, if you know what I'm, what I'm referring to. I don't wanna bring memories to the mind. But, when I was, uh, a brahmachari, uh, I was taking in, M- I was staying in Amsterdam temple for a while and I had to carry the laundry. Uh, we were all going on Sankatan. I had to carry the laundry around the corner to the laundromat and drop it off. There was this huge bundle and uh, all you would see was legs, a bundle with legs walking into the laundromat. And so as I was dropping on the laundry, off the laundry, I was safe. But then, after I dropped it off, I was in trouble. Because opposite of the laundromat, there was the Dutch Society for Sexual Reform. And that one is intense. It's Dutch, first of all. And second of all, they had pictures and phone numbers. You're interested in this? Call this number. And all kinds of things that that come up in sinful minds uh, were being advertised there and normalized. It's all right. It's not. It's it's human. You know. It's fine. And call this number. <laughs> it's like so. And somehow or other, protected by the holy name. Huh? And Prabhupada says in a lecture, Ajamil, Ajamil, he was a qualified Brahmana, and Ajamil fell down. Then, then what is our chance? What is our chance? And we are here in the middle of Maya, not so qualified, what is our chance? Uh, so, well, okay, but we're chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. And then, so, yeah, no, you know, I've been devotee now for a couple of years, and yeah, Maya, you know, it's like, yeah, it doesn't really affect me so much, you know, yeah, boy and girl embracing, I mean, you know, that's yeah, nothing to me, you know, I mean, I watch a Bollywood movie, and I see, you know, I, <laughs> I see the dance moves, but it doesn't do anything to me, you know. Uh, hmm, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, first of all, uh, it's dangerous. And now I'll tell you a story within a story, just like the Mahabharat. That once, you know, uh, at the time of Gandhi, he had a movement and, you know, they all had to wear kadi, you know, coarse hand-woven cloth, and uh, they all had to be celibate. So this one leader of the party, he was married, but celibate. So separate bedrooms for 20 years. Then a political enemy once sent a prostitute. And she came, you know, to the office in the guise of a secretary. And she came to take notes. And the man sort of got glimpses of the wrong things. And she made movements, you know, that would have even agitated stone. And, uh, 
It had no effect, apparently. He never, he didn't fall down with that prostitute. But that night, for the first time in 20 years, he went to the bedroom of his wife. So isn't that interesting? I find it super interesting because what we see here, we see a case where the seat, the seat goes into the consciousness in one situation and it comes out in another. Now think about that. I mean, we pick up so many seats and they go in and they work there in the consciousness. Poster, movie, clip, you know, clip. Um, you know, sometimes these unwanted uh, pop-ups, you know, pop-up on the computer. Oops. <laughs> Especially when you try to download free software. There are a few... <laughs> it's like... There are a few sites that are really intense, you know. It's like, uh, I don't download any free software myself. <laughs> uh, dangerous. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, all these things. So, what to do? Um, so, back to the conclusion. The seed goes in in one situation and comes out in another. So it's more tricky than you think it it might be. Oh, this movie is all right. It doesn't do nothing to me. I just sort of look the other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then back to Ajamil. But Ajamil fell down. He was so qualified. What is our chance? And we are... Oh, now becoming more advanced. Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. But the fact of the matter is that Maya is attacking from all sides, and it's Lord Chaitanya who stands in between and blocks all these attacks and saves us every moment. And we think, I'm becoming a bit advanced now in bhakti yoga. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. But the truth is, so. In other words, Lord Chaitanya is saving us again and again. And that is uh, a saving grace. Um, one more little piece of evidence that we are in the Chaitanya Charitamrita now is that Srila Prabhupada writes in the 17th chapter of Adi Lila in one purport, he says that wherever the kirtan is going on, and there is prasadam on the Sunday love feast. There Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is personally present. So that's like, you know, didn't know that huh? on the Sunday feast. There you go. Not too bad. As one of the steady guests is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So in that way, uh, we are indeed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And so many, so much amazing mercy is happening. And therefore, we can do it. Not on our own strength, but on the strength of the mercy of the Lord. We can do it. We can do it. We can be successful in spiritual life. Even when it's difficult, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will save us. We can do it. Thank you very much. Any questions? Any comments?